Hey, y'all. I'm Ashley. And I'm Ash. And you're listening to Hex Girlfriends. One thing we recently discovered, we enjoy discussing on this podcast, wacky ass viruses. Uh, hey, I've got my wacky ass vaccine, so hey. don't be bringing no whack shit around here. <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? What? There's not a cure for this one. Oh, no. Is it lethargic encephalitis? This is um, the Korean version of lethargic encephalitis, (laughs) 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 whose origin is mysterious and whose symptoms are just downright wild. And the worst part, there's no vaccine. There's no cure. There's nothing that can help you. Give me all the Korean horror films. But give me Squid Game. Yes. Who out there loves Squid Game? I love me some Squid Game. Listen, if you don't like Squid Game, get the fuck out. I will say that right now. And if you haven't watched it, you really should because it's <laughs> really should. fucking good. It's awesome. Yes. I haven't seen the reality one. <laughs> I heard it wasn't that great. So I. <laughs> but I am uh, excited about the second season. Let's. Oh my gosh. What are they going to do? Maybe if time allows, we'll cover that on here at a high level. It's so good. Y'all, tonight we're talking about Train to Busan. Yes. If you haven't seen this movie, we'll cut you some slack and we won't say, well, why the fuck not? You're going to want to watch this movie. Don't shy away from subtitles because no. honestly, it's so good and the movie is so fast paced that once it's over, you're going to forget that it even had subtitles. That's right. And, you know, it's on Netflix right now. So it's insanely good. It's got mystery. It's got heart, rage, action, monsters. I mean, this movie has damn near everything. Oh, yeah. I mean, it will like literally and figuratively eat your heart out (laughs) (laughs) it'll tug on your heartstrings for sure that's right you know what else this film has what fucking amazing ratings this film y'all has a 95 percent with the critics and an 89 percent with the audience that is some damn good scoring yes tomatoes and it's certified fresh. <laughs> mm, it does not get better than that. I think that's the highest rating that we've reviewed to date. Oh, yeah. When I first watched this movie, I was a little hesitant because I didn't really know what I was in for. Mm-hmm. Damn. What's this movie run? About two hours? It's about two hours. It is the fastest two hours of my life. <laughs> it really is. It, it's action packed. There's literally something happening at every moment of the movie. There's no time wasted on boring plot filler. It is nonstop. Action. Oh, it gets right. It gets right into it about ten to fifteen minutes into the film. You get a little backstory, and then it jumps right in to action. Yeah, they don't waste any time getting to the point here. So, uh, we won't either. So, Train to Busan, 2016. It was directed by Young Song Ho. Again, the movie's in Korean. You cannot find it dubbed, which doesn't bother us. We're fine with with subtitles. And it's like Ashley said, once you figure out the plot to this movie and you see what's going on, you quickly realize you don't need subtitles. This movie proves when you do something right, dialogue is not necessary. It helps, but it's not vital. Right, right. It just helps you get more of a gist of what's going on and what they're saying between each other. But it did not take away from the film. No, I mean, the the actors do such an incredible job of showing us their relationships with each other just through their expressions. You know exactly what you're intended to know and feel. The acting in this movie is superb. It's amazing. This movie starts off much like Zombievers, I thought. I thought the same thing. (laughs) Yeah, like it's, you know, the local biotech plant has a tiny leak. And there's dudes in hazmat suits. They're spraying down vehicles, passing into a quarantine zone. Guy in a truck. (laughs) (laughs) He rolls up some sort of toxic some shit out there. And he fusses at the workers before he passes on through. And within the first two minutes, this guy just fucking nails a deer. And he gets out to check for damages. And he's like, God, what a shit day. From the get-go, this guy's grumpy as hell. He fusses. And then he drives off, but we don't follow him. Instead, we pan to a deer and watch as it unnaturally contorts and reanimates in the middle of the street. Its eyes are like that cloudy white, and it's apparent that Mm -hmm. something more than just a little tiny biotech leak has 
has happened here. Gets back up wobbly like it's just been reborn. Zombambi. Zombambi. <laughs> so we cut to a very handsome, hard at work businessman in the heart of Seoul, South Korea. He's talking on the phone about something that he's visibly bothered by. This is Suk Woo. That's our main character. And he's played by Gong Yoo. For all my Squid Game fans out there, this tall drink of water is who promises 10,000 won to anyone who can beat him in a game of Dokji. But instead, he ends up just slapping the shit out of everybody because they're all too damn poor <laughs> to pay up when they lose the game. Slap the shit out of everybody. You want to hear something interesting about him? Of course. He was born in Busan. Isn't that cool? Yeah, that is cool. He's like their Brad Pitt. I mean, he's in so much stuff. He's very handsome. And successful stuff, too. Suk Woo calls his assistant and tells him to come into his office, but not before he sees a headline that reads, Mysterious Fish Deaths at Jinyang Reservoir. He's a financier, and based on his phone conversation and this mysterious headline, something's going on. He tells his assistant to sell everything, so it would appear that whatever they're working on has gone tits up and they're fucked. Yep, gotta get out. That's right. You get vibes that this guy is a slimy businessman. He's, he's a bloodsucker. <laughs> a bloodsucker, yes. Uh, he's a bad husband. He's a bad father. As he's leaving work, he gets into a heated argument with somebody labeled ex-wife in his cell phone. <laughs> and, oh. Yeah. So, and she gives him an earful about how he's a shit father and how their daughter's already asked to come take the train down to Busan, you know, to be with her tomorrow, which happens to be the child's birthday. He doesn't know anything about his kid. He's never around. Just a very absent father he gets home and we meet his precious baby child swan and that little girl is played by kim swan and, and she's phenomenal she she's is the so most good. precious little thing and she's mm. so talented and you get a glimpse of just how fucked up this family dynamic is when he gets home because she's hiding under the covers to have a conversation with her mom he tries to acknowledge that it's her birthday he hands her a gift and he's like what do you think i forgot but He's a douchebag and he hands her a Nintendo Wii, which she already had on her TV stand <laughs> because that's the he last did. gift that he bought for her. And he just didn't remember. Yeah, he didn't remember. You fucked up. Suk Woo's mother is there. And before she goes to bed, she expresses how disappointed Suan was because he wasn't around today. And she lays a camcorder down by his side before she leaves. And it's a recording of Suan singing Aloha Oi, which translates to farewell to thee. Um, and and y'all know this song. We'll sing it later. <laughs> uh, but she's singing it for her class before she awkwardly looks at the camera and she stops. And her classmates just start laughing at her. You can see embarrassment, sadness everything in her eyes before the camera shuts off so the next morning he tries to talk to her uh, you know they're headed down to the train station and he's telling her that he saw her performance but one thing she will always do is call her dad on his bullshit uh, yes she will <laughs> <laughs> she's like how no, you you weren't, weren't even there, even there. <laughs> and this little girl has to be like seven or eight years old maybe nine she's young he tells her he sees her that you know even when he's not around and that she should always finish what she started but that conversation's cut short when screaming fire trucks just blow past the car oh i know he almost hit them they came out of nowhere and he's like what the fuck is going on this early <laughs> he looks out the window and we see a city building ablaze in the background Mm-hmm. Like a skyscraper. I mean, yeah. it's high up there where the planes were. We cut to the train station and they board the train to Busan. Buckle in, y'all, because 90% of this hour and 52-minute film takes place on a fucking bullet train. Yes. And it is <laughs> action-packed. For it's, sure. Absolutely. So we've met our main characters now, Sukwoo and Suan, and we've got their connection. But as we move through the 15 car train, we catch a glimpse of our core group of characters. So you have the two main characters, and then you have this core group of characters that we're going to shift back and forth in multiple scenes with. There are a couple of train attendants a baseball team and uh, one of them his girlfriend has also tagged along we have two elderly sisters and a young married couple husband is a tough guy so i refer to him as husband he's my uh, favorite he is i love that man he was gong Yu's personal trainer really yeah well dude was ripped so he must have been doing something right yeah he did gong Yu is fine wow <laughs> So, yeah, so we have him. He's our tough guy. And then his very pregnant wife. 
and some guy that exudes rich asshole energy. The most asshole energy you've ever seen in your life. We know some of y'all out there don't like it when we say asshole, but I'm sorry. There's no other way to describe this man. This man. He's the real villain of this movie. He is the real villain of this movie. Instead of disrespecting these amazing actors by butchering their beautiful Korean names, I am not going to do that. I'm going to refer to them with different uh, little nicknames. You know, baseball captain, the young married couple is going to be husband and wife. That way I'm not disrespecting these guys. I can't say those names. Everybody is happy, sleepy. They're settling in for the ride. And suddenly, a random girl launches herself on the train. The door attendant didn't even see her. She just like dove onto the she train right behind there. him. Yeah, she did. <laughs> she's not okay. No, she's absolutely not okay. The platform attendant, he waves to the train attendants and they, and they close the doors. They're airlocked and the train is off. Now, this girl, we'll call her the stranger, She is seemingly injured. She's got a bloody leg and she sneaks onto the train and she heads towards a bathroom where she is fashioning a tourniquet around her leg. And she keeps apologizing. Yes. The whole time. The whole time she's putting this tourniquet on, she's like, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. I'm really sorry. What do you think she's sorry for? Well, she looks really fucked up. So I would probably be apologizing too if I knew that I was literally about to ruin everybody on this train's day. Yeah. <laughs> so she, you think she knew what was about to happen? Oh, she absolutely knew what was about to happen. Yeah. Okay. Because outside the train on the platform above the train, the platform attendant, he looks up and he sees what he thinks a fight breaking out. So yep. something was going on up there. And then she made her way down and bolted onto that train. Yes. So when this fight breaks out, we see Suan look out the window and she sees the platform attendant get tackled. Yeah, but nobody else. Nobody else saw it. it. I mean, and we're talking like this guy lunges. Like a fucking linebacker. Yes. Mm-hmm. Takes him out. So she turns to... Sukwoo, but he's already fast asleep. When they left to come down there in the morning, it was dark. So, you know, it was early. Oh, uh, wow. So she looks around and she sees the rich asshole talking with uh, one of the attendants, telling them that someone odd came aboard and they need to check the bathroom. And this is where we meet another core character. We'll call him Shaggy. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's he's very disheveled. Very disheveled. And he's repeating over and over all dead as he cowers on the bathroom floor. Mm-hmm. There's a couple odd people on this train now. Suan's got a pee, so she makes her way forward. And she stumbles onto husband and wife outside the bathroom. And they talk for a minute before he tells her that she might want to keep moving up to the next uh, because his wife is going to be a while. And y'all are going to fall in love with him. You are so going to fall in love with him. He just gives off good vibes. But he's tough. He's definitely a tough guy. He's a very, yeah, he's a for sure man's man. So we jump back and forth a lot in this film because, again, it's shot almost entirely on a train. And we're constantly moving between cars as different things happen. So... We cut to the middle of the train and the stranger is now stumbling her way through the train. She's moaning, she's bleeding, and then she just collapses and has a full-on seizure in front of a female attendant. And that female attendant was like, oh shit. Yeah. So she starts calling out for help on the radio for any of the other attendants to help. And... The only other attendant is in Sukwoo's car, and you can hear him on the radio as he's running back. Is she breathing? You know, stay there. I'm on my way. Sukwoo wakes up from his little cap nap, and then he gets a call from his assistant, and the guy explains that this situation is worse than they thought. Yeah, it's not just some little fight. Yeah, and this little tiny leak that they might have been a little bit of a part of it's much worse at the same time he notices suan isn't in her seat and he directs his attention to the monitors and that's where the news is playing footage of these riots and chaos just erupting in seoul yeah it looks like something straight out of dawn of the dead it is terrifying and so he hangs up the phone and then you see this expression on his face it's both confused and concerned because where the fuck is my kid yeah like where did she go She's supposed to be right here beside me. So the stranger, she's now convulsing on the floor. And the female attendant is trying to tend to her. And she turns her back for just like a split second to fuck with her radio. Then we just see this convulsing body just contorting and rising behind her. (laughs) If the Asian culture does anything right, it is making bodies move in uncomfortable ways. (laughs) And it fucks with me every time. I hate like the grudge. The suspense, yes. The suspense factor and making shit feel uneasy in the background. The simplest methods to fucking creep you out. The stranger, she's now got those cloudy 
light blue eyes peeking through her black hair. She's got black veins on her face and legs before she jumps on the attendant and starts attacking her. And she sinks her teeth into her neck as the mm -hmm. attendant's like fighting her way through into the car that is filled with the baseball team. Oh, I know. And they're like, what the hell is happening? Seriously, because they were all having a good time. They're a bunch of teenage boys. They're punching each other in the arm. They're messing around. And then, bam, like this fucking lady is literally being attacked and eaten. So this, my friends, is where the movie pops the fuck off. The female attendant starts contorting and screeching before suddenly she reanimates and they both start attacking anyone and everyone they can get their hands on. When the other attendant finally gets there, it is too late. The oh. baseball team, they've been fighting them off, they're, but they are like multiplying. At a rapid pace. So fast. And damn near everybody in that car is now a zombie. Oh, we got it. Zombie. It's out and yeah. we know it's happening and <laughs> they're fast. You think 28 fast. days later is fast. You have not <laughs> met the train to Busan zombies. They turn and they multiply like rabbits. It's crazy. And you've got nowhere um, to go. You're on a fucking train. That's the thing. You just, you just got these cars with doors in between and that's it. That's the thing. You are now stuck in a fucking bullet speed tin can with these things. The attendant calls out on the radio to all other staff. Shit's gone sideways and anyone who hasn't been attacked, they all start running just to try to escape. And Suan is in the bathroom and she hears screams and Sukwoo is still walking around looking for her as chaos ensues. People are running through the train screaming and Sukwoo sees several people attack each other before he's like oh shit Suan is behind him he turns around and they bolt before this like solid mass because there's so many of them now it's a stampede it's a fucking stampede and it just fills the train car pushing forward and now we're in an action film because yes. <laughs> <laughs> this is when it turns action y'all when this giant mound of zombies roll through they like explode through every entrance if they're headed towards the door, they are just busting the glass. Oh, um, yeah. Just that pressure. Yeah. So many bodies. I think I mentioned this at the beginning, but this train has 15 cars. It is huge. The married couple is still by the bathrooms when the husband tells wife, like, we got to go now. And they start moving. And when I say chaos, this train went from a nice place to take a nap to a fucking zoo in seconds. <laughs> <laughs> All it took was one little affected girl to sneak on the train. And next thing you know, you're traveling insanely fast on a bullet train with nowhere to go except car to car, potentially getting separated from whoever you're traveling with. Madness. I mean, these people are, they're just like animals. They're like yeah. wild rabbit animals. It's a zoo. It's rabies. It's people rabies. It is. It's human rabies. Wow. <laughs> trying to close the doors you know, everybody is running forward to this car and they all make it in right as Sukwu closes the door but now they're panicking because they think they need to lock the door and there's no lock lucky for them these motherfuckers don't know how to open a door that's right the wife has a stroke of genius she sees a water bottle and a roll of newspaper she takes this water throws it on the car door and then slaps newspaper all over it so now they can't see them and the zombies go quiet Exactly. And uh, that's what I thought, too, when I first saw that. I was like, look at her being brilliant. Like MacGyver on the moment, you know. <laughs> it, but the conductor comes over the intercom, letting them know that they're going to stop at the next station and disembark. And it's at this moment that Sukwu gets a call from his mother. And she is, like, gasping for air and, ah. Uh, you know, oh, I know it. Making the weird fucking sounds. Oh. I'm glad in this moment that we don't see his mom turn because we don't really need to. Like hearing that was evidence enough that we she's know. turning. And it's just one of many times that this movie will pull at your heartstrings. So <laughs> the train rolls up on the next station and outside the window, poor little Suan sees people just murdering each other. And we cut to the news and the president's telling everybody to remain calm, ignore the rumors that are on social media. Right. It's fine. You know, mm -mm. as far as they're concerned, no one's in real danger. Spoken like bullshit, a true bullshit, bullshit. <laughs> that motherfucker lying through his teeth. Yeah, he was. It's all on the news. We have footage. We're not just seeing it on the TikTok. And it's so sad, too, because you think, oh, you know, at the next station, maybe it hasn't gotten there yet. Yeah. But the fact that it's spreading faster than that fucking train can go should tell you guys how terrifying this is. Sukwu and Suan, they make their way to an area where they can sit and rest and the other passengers kind of look around and they say, all right, well, I guess we're going to hang out here. And 
The two sisters that are together, the elderly sisters, they're standing and Suan offers her seat and her father pulls her off to the side and he's like, you know, you don't have to be good all the time. It's in situations like this, we only look out for ourselves and you can just see her little heart sink. You know, like she's in trouble for being good and giving up her seat to an old woman and he's giving her shit and she quietly says, granny's knees always hurt, you know, and his mom just just died like on the phone with him I know so it. And there she is thinking you know being compassionate for others mm-hmm. and there's a look that comes over his face that's like oh, fuck you know like he knew he messed up by saying that then the conductor comes back on the intercom and he's like um so the service is going to terminate at the next stop <laughs> y'all that's what you said at the last stop and that was an absolute shit show we didn't even get off so mm-hmm. what's next between the news and the social media blowing up with videos of violent chaos i would be like now we we're keeping this train moving until we run out of tracks bro i ain't getting off at any of these motherfucking stations no do you see what's happening outside do you i'm not i'm not doing that <laughs> Not the day I'm having. He goes on to say that there are military deployed at this station. So everything's fine. Get off the train here. And this is when Sukwu makes a phone call to his assistant to find out which cities are safe for entry. And Suan stays with the married couple. And the guy's like, is that your dad? Like your real dad? And she's like, yes. <laughs> he could sense the distance between them. Oh, absolutely. And also he thinks that her dad is just a douche. While Suk Wu is on the phone, he confirms with his assistant the military is there. And he's like, okay, it's safe. And the guy's like, yeah, when you get there, though, you're going to have to be quarantined. Like, it's bad. And he says, listen, if you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Arrange right, right. Just fucking get us out of this madness. Yeah. So the guy says, you know, okay, I'll take care of you. Meet at this place. And that's where they'll be to pick you up. So the train rolls into the station, but there's no one there. It's literally dead. No pun intended. (laughs) And so they slowly make their way off the train. They head into the terminal. The conductor and the attendant are walking down and they see zombies just smashed against the glass. I mean, they're like, you know, and the rich asshole (laughs) runs up and finds the conductor and he's like, we've got to get to Busan. He explains that he's the COO of the Stallion Express and this guy needs to listen to him. They've got to go. The entire city they're in right now has been quarantined. Um, If he's so important, why don't he have his own damn train or plane? I mean, Stallion, Stallion Express sounds like a method of travel to me, sir. Why are you on this train? The conductor reluctantly agrees and says, we've got to tell the others. And this pisses the rich guy off. He's like, what? No, we've got to go now. But the conductor is like, no, we've got to at least check the station first. You know? Right. Because rich asshole, he is like, fuck everybody. He literally if, I, I don't care, care if, if the whole planet blows up as long as I'm still alive. Yeah. I hate this guy. He's terrible. He really is the true villain. The passengers meander through the terminal and they can see where the military was, at least there, maybe, because it's sectioned off. They've got police barricades up and things like that. And Sukwu and Suan break away from the others. And he explains to her, we are not going with the others. Shaggy shows up and he says, listen, my dude, I heard your phone call. I'm coming with you. Suan says she's going to go tell the others because she realizes, you know, her dad has made a secret deal for them and fuck everybody else. And she's she's going to go tell the others. And he says, we're on our own now. So she starts crying and screams, you only care about yourself. That's why mommy left. Yeah. Ouch. The others make their way further into the terminal and they see police shields. They're bloody. Shit's a mess. And then as they near the bottom of the escalators, they see a wall of military zombies who immediately turn around and start climbing the escalators to attack them. It's just madness. It's fast. You don't know who's getting bit. You don't know who's surviving, who's not. That's right. All of a sudden, they're just swarmed by zombies and camo <laughs> <laughs> it yeah. looks like straight up like war that's how they move they climb over each other and they're just like it's literally like rabid animals beasts it's yes. crazy shaggy sees somebody in a uniform and he starts hollering he's trying to flag them down and sukwu goes to stop him before the assistant calls him again and says are you okay i can't get a hold of my men uh-oh oh fuck but the man in the uniform the shaggy's hollering at he's not there to help him he 
is Looking in the process help. of turning. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. now his friends are headed towards Sukwu and Suan and Shaggy. Suan almost gets tackled before the married couple shows up and pulls her off with them. This scene oh, goes well, hard. The husband, I mean, before the zombie grabs Suan. Right, uh, seconds before. Seconds. He elbows the zombie right in the face. So the yes. husband saves the day. Yeah, this scene goes hard. There are so many close calls. And our central characters manage to get behind the glass doors to the terminal as the swarm of military zombies is just slamming themselves against the glass trying to break through. The two elderly sisters, wife and Suan, run to the train, but somebody has opened a car full of zombies and the group starts getting attacked because these zombies start spilling out of the wrong train. They open the wrong train car door. Above the train, there is a glass window to the terminal that you can look out of over the train, right? There are zombies piling up, smashed against this glass to the point where it fucking shatters. Oh, my gosh. And then they just start falling out. out. (laughs) They just just start start spilling spilling out. out onto the top of the fucking train. It's insane. They're falling off. They're attacking everyone on the ground. It's like an infestation. It is. It's a swarm. Yes. Just think about ants. If you Mm -hmm. had like an infestation of ants or something, that's what it looks like, but in human form. There's so many of them. It's the definition of chaos. You've got the remaining baseball players that didn't get taken out on the fucking escalator. Husband, Sukwu, they're all inside trying to lock the terminal doors. And then you've got Suan, the wife, two elderly sisters all outside trying to get on the train, but they're scattered. And like between them, zombies are attacking left and right. So they're just like all fucked up. Meanwhile, rich asshole is trying to fight the attendant, asking him, why the fuck haven't we left yet? And the guy's like, because there's still people here to save, man. They all manage to get on board but right before zombies slam against the door. So it's just a couple baseball players, husband and Sukwu inside. At one point, though, one of the elderly sisters gets stuck outside. Um, yes, you know, it's so, so sad she, when they separate. And the rich asshole forces the attendant to get on the radio to the conductor that everybody's aboard. Let's get moving. And the guys, they try and run to get to the train, but it's already moving. They look out the window. They see it's already moving. At the bottom of the stairs, they're met with more zombies. Because they're just popping out of everywhere. I mean, you know, <laughs> like you're not safe anywhere. You're I mean, they just spill out over. They just lock the door. And the zombies spill out because of all the pressure. It's insane. The baseball captain, Sukwu, and the husband literally run alongside this train trying to jump on and board. But uh, the husband is the only one who can't run fast enough. And he kind of looks at Sukwu and then he veers off to the side for a moment. And you're like, what the fuck? Where's he Where going? did he go? Yeah. <laughs> but then he pops back into frame. He's got a police shield and a baton and he's like yelling at Sukwu to look out before he just whacks the shit out of a zombie who was like running <laughs> right at the back of Sukwu's head. I mean, like I said, just just inches away from inches. getting So many getting close bit. calls in this scene, you guys. And then it's like he's nail got biter. Nail biting scene. Edge of your seat. And it's like he's got rocket boosters on his shoes because he somehow runs faster <laughs> he hit that turbo button he sure did and just like sonic he's fucking speedy fast he grabs sukwu's hand and we can now breathe because our main characters are all back on that motherfucking train to be <gasps> good because i was holding my breath seriously that scene was chaos you had a swarm of zombies just madness so we pan to the wife the elderly sister we thought bit the dust suan and shaggy and they realize they are between cars and on either side of them are zombies so they all pile into the bathroom this bathroom is the exact size of an an airplane bathroom so imagine being shoved in there with four you're like a sardine you're like a sardine can you can't there nobody's breathing in there no nobody's breathing in there i would die claustrophobia is big at its worst yeah Yeah. either die claustrophobia or you die getting bit by a zombie or you get bit by a fucking rabid human everyone else is split up between the two cars the rich asshole attendant another elderly sister baseball captain's girlfriend are in one and then baseball captain husband Sukwu, they're all in the other and the baseball captain he calls his girlfriend on the phone and She's like, oh, my God, I thought you were dead. And this poor guy is so traumatized. Like, he's the one that just couldn't handle it the most. Everything he saw traumatized the fuck out of him. Yes, because there were moments where he would just freeze. And then there were moments where he was, you know, proactive at helping. And I feel like I would just be in shock. I don't know what I would do. Same. I don't have the fight. 
I don't have the flight. I've got the freeze. <laughs> I've got the freeze. <laughs> I'm got the stationary. I, I would just be like, well, I'm out. But you know what? That might save you if you just faint. They they would leave you alone. Might be. They that maybe they would think you're done. That would be yeah. fantastic. This poor guy. I mean, he just watched his entire team bite it, literally and figuratively. Um, the one bites the dust. Shit. I'm amazed at the self-service uh, in South Korea during a zombie outbreak because the guys are all on their phones. Oh, the cell? I thought you said self. S-E-L-F. I like self. <laughs> yeah, the cell service. I mean, everything else is fucked, but the cell, the cellular units it's are going strong. still to go. <laughs> yep. Communications are up. So the wife calls the husband and they're screaming that they're stuck in a bathroom in car 13. And, you know, you can hear Suan screaming. And the three guys realize that they're in car nine. And they need to devise a plan to get their asses up to car 13. Right. These guys, they're smart. The baseball captain, he finds a bag of straps and duct tape. And the guys are like, let's tape up our arms so that they can't bite us. Right. Sukwoo's got a lead pipe and some kind of shield. The baseball captain has his bat. And then they just start murking zombies, like just taking them out, making their way through. What's really cool about this scene is that it was choreographed in a way that was relatable for the viewer and not like you're watching a Jason Statham movie or, you know, John Wick or something like that, where it's not like action hero. It's like yeah, real they're regular people trying to get through these zombies. Mm -hmm. You know what else is really cool about this director? This is his first live action film. And I thought, man, for your first... You had one hell of a vision. I, you're not kidding. I yeah. mean, this is a banger. The other thing is, too, the CGI in this movie is barely there. I was going to say, like, these people are working hard. Yes. what they're doing. Somebody said, what was that audition, pro like, that casting process like? You know, did you only hire contortionists? Because these people move their body in a way that I couldn't do it. Oh, I know. It's like, show me your best impression of a seizure. And <laughs> now I'll try to attack people. While, while you that. bend over backwards. He only hired double-jointed people. No, I kidding. think that's a fucking <laughs> fact. Because how else did they do it? They got the, some skills. Their eyes are crazy. The black veins, when they turn, are crazy. And then just, of course, the fact that their faces are all just bloody. And they're literally like, ah, ah, ah the whole time. And the sound they make the is sounds. terrible. I was going to say that. Mm, just the sounds it. they make. Ooh. Mm-hmm. So the guys, they get through the first car, no problem. Kicking ass, taking names. The next car, though, is full of baseball players who got turned in the very beginning, and our little baseball captain freezes. Do you know whenever ath like athletes in these zombie films get turned, I always want to see if they're going to be like faster or stronger than the other zombies. <laughs> no, they're just they're still dumb. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, just as it starts to get a little bit too much for our little baseball captain, they hit a tunnel and it goes dark and suddenly the zombies stop attacking them. If you remember in the beginning, Suk Woo said they can only attack when they see us. It's a dark tunnel. The car is dark. They can't see the guys. And the, all the zombies are just like nipping at the air. Yes. And a bag of baseballs in the overhead bin tips over. And the zombies run towards the sound. So the guys take this opportunity to move quickly to the next car door, simultaneously exiting the dark tunnel. And the sunlight just blares through the car, redirecting yep. the zombies' attention back to them. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so it's like they made it all the way to the end and then the lights came on and here we I go I believe again. there's a two minute difference between like In two each tunnels. Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. He times one of them and it's coming in the future here but yeah when he times that one it's like bro there's no way you guys all climbed that compartment in two minutes. I thought the same thing. I was yeah. like you better scoot. Unrealistic time take, frame. Yes. Y'all are taking too long. Yeah. It was definitely not two minutes. They squeak through another car just in time. So now we've learned that these things are reacting to both light and sound. And when they get to the next car, Sukwu asks husband for his phone right as they enter another tunnel. And the car that they're in is also full of zombies. So they quietly make their way forward before he slides husband's phone to the back of the car and he calls it from his phone. And when his ringtone starts blasting, these zombies all run towards that sound. The guys finally make it to car 13. They knock on the bathroom door to rescue Suan, wife, one of the sisters, and Shaggy. So they're in and out of these tunnels. And just as they make it to them, they exit a tunnel and the zombies in the next car go wild. They jump in the bathroom across from where the others are. And husband looks at Suk Woo and he goes... Felt good seeing your kid, huh? Because of me. Grateful, aren't you? 
you know, just giving him shit. Then he claps back with some he sure about does. his ringtone or some he does. shit. He's, he asks him, why is your ringtone so taggy? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, well, what's wrong with it? And then he looks at the teenager and he's like, how do I change it? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like they give us a little bit of comedic relief after literally putting us through a roller coaster. Intense scene after scene. Looking at his phone, Sukwu has the map pulled up and he's like, all right, we've got a few more tunnels. We can do this. And it's in that moment that husband softens up a little bit and he says, I bet you never got to play with your kid. You know, you work a lot. Fathers don't get any credit working all the time. And one day when she's older, she's going to realize that oh, you did all of this for her. Sukwu in the beginning is kind of like a dick and right. we don't like him. But the way that he probably thought he was doing the best thing in life mm -hmm. by working and being successful. Providing. Yes. Exactly. Because really you see it as he is interacting with his daughter after this kicks off that like he really only cares about keeping her safe and, and getting to her. Uh, so he's 100 percent he's not a bad father yeah he has tunnel vision of keeping his daughter safe that's right Sukwu looks at husband like almost shedding a pimp tear because it's like you know thanks man the baseball captain he texts his girl up in car 15 that he's safe he's helped rescue some others and that they're going to start heading up to her car and, and she, she's so excited oh this okay. sweet baby angel she is exclaiming it to all the other passengers in her car and this is where the rich asshole is. She's stuck in the car with him. Mm -hmm. And he says, uh, sorry, say what now? He made his way through the train, passing all those monsters with no injuries. And then he screams at her and he's like, are you sure they're fucking safe? Oh, He's always screaming at somebody. Okay, I hate him, but I can understand his cause for concern. Yeah, but crisis mode. Yeah, but he did it in a terrible way. Absolutely. I, Sir, I appreciate your passion and I get where you're coming from, <laughs> but share it with everybody and like, let's be constructive here. You yes, know what I mean? Like, we want to save people. We want to save people. We don't, you don't want to be the last one standing because you will not survive. He keeps yelling at her. How do we know if your damn friends aren't infected? Think about all these people in this car right now who are safe right here, right now. And she looks at the conductor and she begs him to say something because her boyfriend's almost there. I mean, he's so close, but everybody just kind of looks disheartened and sad. They all oh, keep their heads mm -hmm. down like rich yep. assholes running the show. Yep. So they pass through another tunnel and the guys emerge from the bathroom and grab the girls and Shaggy and they start planning their way to the next car. Now, this one's going to be a little bit more challenging because there's too many of them now. And this right. next car is jam packed with zombies. They decide to crawl through the overhead space above the zombies as they pass through the dark tunnel, hoping the dark will buy them enough time to get them all safely through the car. I'm telling y'all, that was not <laughs> no two minutes. <laughs> nope. They got a two minute time frame in a tunnel. And they They're, were moving like molasses. The zombies were fast. The people were slow. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Sukwu is first and he's, you know, scooching along. And when he gets to a bag, he grabs it and he launches it towards the back side where the zombies are diverting their attention. So they run towards the back of the car and all the survivors can get down and start walking the rest of the way to the car door. Just as we're about to breathe a sigh of relief, Shaggy slips. <laughs> Damn he it, slips. Shaggy. Mother trucker. He slips getting down. And he covers his mouth, cowering behind a seat because he know he bucked up. Suan reaches back towards the man, but Sukwu stops her and he's like, we only, he's got that, you know, we only look out for us look on his face. But right. he has a change of heart and he goes back for the dude. And the train exits the tunnel right as he goes back for him, just lighting the car up. Husband whispers to Sukwu, get your ass back here. So he and Shaggy look at each other. They're like, okay, three, two, one crunch oh, shaggy steps, steps on damn coke can on a fucking empty coke can and the zombies just go bananas <laughs> <laughs> they just they come Me running too, shaggy they come in they come in, in hot sukwu yells run they bolt and again they make it just in time 
And husband goes to slam the door, but a zombie gets in the way and their body is blocking. So he can't fully close the door. But lucky for him, he taped up his arms. So at this point, he's more worried about how long he can hold the door before they can get car 15 to open up for them. Does that happen? No. Hell no, because fucking rich asshole won't let them open up the door for these survivors. Nope. Somebody's literally got their hand over the girl's mouth and they're mm-hmm. all saying, be quiet. And after a minute, baseball captain just starts banging the door with the baseball bat. He's trying to break the door down because, you know, the guys are screaming, hurry the fuck up. We can't hold this door any longer. But these motherfuckers in car 15, not only are they being silent, they have taken like T-shirts and jackets and they've tied up the door handle so that there's absolutely no way that anybody can get in. Yeah. And you've literally got these alive people on the other side of the door. So Captain keeps beating the fuck out of the door. And yep. Sukwu runs back to help husband to try to keep the door shut while they figure that out. This next scene is tough. Yeah, yeah it's pretty sad. You know, they're stuck in car 14. They've got to break the glass. They're trying to. The women are in the middle with Shaggy. And husband and Sukwu are trying to stave off the zombies in car 13 behind them. So husband yells to hurry up and he shifts his arm and wait on the door. But when he does this, he wraps his hand around the door's edge for leverage. When he does this, this is a huge mistake. The zombie that's between the doors sees his hand and it like shimmies its way up. Oh, it does. It almost like shoots up like that head floated up. Yes. It's so unnatural. And then they just fucking clamp down on his bare hand. So. Yep. The husband's been infected now. So sad. And Sukwu shrieks and he starts beating the fuck out of the zombie that's bitten the hand. And husband realized what's happened. And, and for a split second, you see fuck written all over his face, but his oh, instincts yeah. immediately kick back in. And had those motherfuckers opened up the other car to let them in, this could have been avoided. Finally, the door to car 15 starts to crack and shatter and the rich asshole freaks out. He runs to the door and he tries to hold them. He tries to hold the door shut and they're now stuck in the space between where the toilets are. In this hectic moment with everyone trying to shut and open doors, that elderly sister in car 15, she sees her sister through the glass and her sister we thought was dead for sure. She runs to the door and she tries to pull the rich ha- asshole off and that's not yep. working. Like they're all nope. fighting. Sukwu and husband are trying to keep the door shut. Wife realizes husband's time's almost up and she goes to walk towards him, but he yells at her to stop. She's sobbing and he looks mm-hmm. at Sukwu and he says, please take her, keep her safe, take care of her. I'll hold these guys off. Sukwu is now crying. Oh, Our no. beautiful leading man is now crying. He's torn because he knows what needs to happen. And he looks at husband and he just, he tells him that he's so sorry. Right before the glass breaks, husband yells a name to the wife. Because up until this point, they've been like referring to her pregnant belly as sleepy. Yes. But he yells out Yoon Soo Yun and says, this is our baby's name. Oh, I know it. And then the glass shatters and so does my heart. Because I this know. is my number one draft pick. <laughs> Me too. I loved him. I had this guy pegged for making it to the end, but he does not. Even when he's changing, he is holding them off. It's an incredibly sad moment, but at the same time, he's he's still a motherfucking hero. At the door to car 15, though, they're still struggling to get through. But then Suk Woo comes in swinging and he helps them as much as he can. He pushes as hard as he can. They bust that door open. Behind him is one of the sisters where they got separated. And what was she doing? She was just standing there smiling. I think before that, she's kind of like shell-shocked for a minute. Yes. And then she looks at him and shakes her head like, no. She's like, it's going to be too close of a call. I'm too slow. Just go. Yeah, so she almost kind of sacrifices herself in that moment. Her sister, who thought she was dead, is is in the other train watching this, and she sees her sister get attacked. Sukwoo fucking tackles rich asshole. He's screaming at him. He's decking him. He's saying, why did you do this? Why would you do this? We could have saved them because he's really upset that that husband's died. This rich asshole yells, he's infected. Get him off of me. He's infected. Which yeah. is not true. This man just went to hell and back to get a handful of people safely forward to a place where there's no zombies. And this guy is going to fuck it all up for them. So he goes to the attendant and he tells them, kick him out now. And for some reason... This Even attendant these people outnumber this fucking dick. Yes. And none of them will stick up to him. Everybody's afraid of them. So they comply and they start screaming at everybody. You got to go. Get the fuck out of here. You can't stay here. This group, they're traumatized as fuck. 
almost seen death a hundred times. Now they have to just go like sit in the vestibule by themselves, which is a very small area. But thankfully they did. Yeah. These pricks tie clothes on the other side of the door. And they're trying to keep them locked in the vestibule so that they can't come back to car 15. Now, the other, the elderly sister who survives, she mm-hmm. is looking through the door at her now zombified sister. And she's like, you idiot. You? <laughs> no. Like, they're just like two little old biddies that argue, but they love each other. And she's like, why'd you have to go and get bitten? You know, what was the point? And she looks back at the other passengers and she sees them all being dickheads. And she's just like, what a load of shit. This bitch is a bad (laughs) motherfucker. Yes, she is. She gets out of her seat. She's probably 70 years old and walks to the door, putting her hand up on the glass and telling her sister, thanks for everything. She fucking opens the door. (laughs) To all the zombies. (laughs) And lets them just come right in. She's like, fuck it. This is how we're going out. Cut to the conductor and he radios into Busan trying to make a connection. But he can't get anybody on the radio. And out the window, they all see large plumes of black smoke over the next city. And they're still miles from Busan. Dude, they're tired. They all look like they're disassociating. Mm -hmm. You know, like, what now? We're bloody, traumatized, tired. Where do we go from here? Right. And... Then Sukwu grabs Suan's hand and says, it's your birthday. Happy fucking birthday, Suan. <laughs> One you'll well, never all, forget. It, it always seems like it's always somebody's fucking birthday it's in these always. movies. Yes. <laughs> he tells her, no matter what, I'll take you to mom. And they have a moment. The sweet baby asks him if he was scared because she's scared. And he tells her, yes. She looks down at the floor with tears in her eyes. She said, I was scared I'd never see you again. The song that I practice, I practice just for you. That's why I couldn't finish it and I couldn't sing the rest because I didn't see you. Oh, my goodness. She just rips my heart out. I know it. She stares into his eyes and she just says, please stay with me. This man went from deadbeat dad to father of the fucking year. Now you're rooting for them to make it out together at least. His phone then rings and it's it's his assistant calling him again. And this guy tells him he'll be safe in Busan. It's the first line of defense. Military's there and everything's good. And then the line just goes dead. So goodbye, assistant. You've probably now bit the dust as well. You know, Sukwu takes a moment. He tries, you know, he goes into the bathroom. He tries wiping blood off of his face before he just has a big old menti Yeah, beat. he does. <laughs> he has a, a, a total mental breakdown in that yes. little airplane style bathroom. <laughs> so small. He's just it's sobbing. so tiny. But then the train suddenly breaks hard and this motherfucker goes flying back against the door. <laughs> like, <laughs> breaks hard. Uh, the conductor comes over the intercom and he says there's a track blockage and they're going to sit there and wait for a rescue or for him to find a working train. As he's talking, we see the bathroom door and car 15 shake a little. And inside are the attendant and that rich and fucking the asshole. asshole. I was so sad. I was like, man, I really thought you got eaten and now you, yep. you made it out and I'm pissed about it. But you know, they love to keep the worst ones around the longest. Don't they? These two assholes, they're still alive conductor drops down out of the bullet train and he starts checking all the other trains on the track hoping to find one that's not infested with zombies in the vestibule wife asks sukwu is there really a rescue coming and he assures her that busan is safe they can't stay on the train anymore they got to go so now they and suan the baseball captain his girl and shaggy they hop down on the tracks i love this scene Mm -hmm. when they hop down they start making their way between all the abandoned trains right Right. All you can hear is this weird buzzing. It's the sound of hundreds of zombies inside all the trains around them making that got to be hundreds of them all around them. Inside the bullet train hiding in the bathroom are these two assholes, right? And the rich guy peeks out and he sees that there are zombies all over that train car. So he closes the door and the attendant's like, is the coast clear? Well, you know, rich asshole lies to him. Surprise, surprise. Yeah. go ahead after you like okay you've been mean this whole time with the fucks up now <laughs> and why would you trust that motherfucker yeah i mean you should have thrown his ass out there the attendant goes to open the door and dude just pushes him out he uses yep. the distraction as an opportunity to run and when he does he exits the train the doors open though so zombies just start spilling out of the train car after him 
why couldn't he have, uh, you know what? I'm not even going to ask why yeah. he wouldn't have done that because, you know, <laughs> yeah, he's, he's not even thinking. He's just like, I just got to go. I got to get out of here. He could have easily have closed that right behind him, but he's an idiot. Well, he should have closed it because it just would have kept more off of his ass too, you know? I know. Like, like what was he thinking? Stupid. The group still on the tracks. They find a train that appears to be completely empty. And right as they're about to make their way on board, a random train car just engulfed in flames <laughs> like a fucking rocket comes uh-huh. speeding down the track. It's a single train car. It fucking wrecks, causing the clear train that they were all about to get onto to knock over and basically creates a clusterfuck of metal that they are like now enclosed in they are oh they're trapped trapped. yeah Mm -hmm. now they're all stuck on the opposite sides of the wreckage you know our baseball captain and his girl they freak out and they hop onto another train but just as one of the doors is locked and they can't get out the guy starts breaking the glass he's trying to get out but as soon as he starts doing that rich asshole hops up in that train car with a zombie hot on his tail and he just (laughs) takes the chick and throws her out oh out the fucking car like he basically says here have her he keeps throwing people to the zombies as a distraction for him to get away and of course baseball captain runs to her because that's his girl and rich asshole just keeps breaking the glass to get out of the car and this poor guy he's just sobbing he's holding her he's rocking back and forth changing in his lap she's literally changing in his (sighs) arms um he's just sobbing over her like why he lets her bite him that poor kid he went through so much to get this far the conductor has made his way down the tracks. He's found another train car and he's moving on the tracks waiting for the others to show up. Rich asshole is running towards him and he's like, hurry, hurry. But the rich dude has tons of zombies following him. Like every fucking zombie in that train station is now hot on the chase. He tries... (laughs) The, the conductor tries to go out to help the rich dude, but then he ends up getting pummeled by zombies. And of course, rich dude leaves him behind in rich dude Do fashion. not help the rich dude. He runs after the train car because, again, doesn't care about anybody but himself. He's getting on that fucking train. He's getting out of here. Back on the tracks, pinned under two trains are Shaggy, the wife, Sukwu, and Suan. Sukwu finds a way out, but sections of the wreckage are on fire And the trains are like over them. So the glass is cracking because you've got zombies stacking up about to just fucking cave in on top of them. About 50 feet away from them, a window breaks and zombies just start spilling out into this little area that they're in. Shaggy looks at the zombies and he's like, okay, now it's my time. It's my time to be a hero. He holds off the zombies and, you know, he looks back at the girls and he tells them to run before all the glass bursts and a shit ton of zombies come spilling out of those trains. So wife and Suan, they find a spot they can crawl under. They get out. Sukwu takes them and they start running as fast as they can. And when I tell you this is like the World War Z zombies where they're all stacked on each other, there's... So many of them, they're running after them. Suan gets onto the train that the conductor has gotten going, right? She's on there. Sukwu and the wife, they all get on there. And then these zombies just start stacking on top of each other. Like, yeah, a damn because- chain. Right, because you've got a few zombies that are holding on, and each each zombie is holding onto the foot of the other zombie, and then the yes. ones in the back can just climb up the other ones, and then they yes. just lunge at uh, the survivors hanging yep. off on the back of the train there. So Sukwu, he just starts kicking the hands until finally he like breaks this chain of zombies loose, and all the zombies just go flying backwards. And they all breathe a sigh of relief because they are the only ones on the single car now. And Sukwu moves forward to the conductor's box. When he opens the door, though, a familiar face. (laughs) Now covered in black veins with bluish, whitish, cloudy eyes, looks back at him. That rich motherfucker. The asshole. All the people to make it to the end. And he's infected. 100% infected. Sukwu realizes this guy's a zombie. He slams the door shut. The rich guy stands up, but he looks down at the door handle and he opens the door. Like, he's still a little aware. He doesn't realize he's infected until... Sukwu tells him. He says, like, bro, you're infected. Because the guy looks at him and he's like, mister, I'm scared. Take me home. My mom is waiting for me. And then he gives him his address in Busan. And that's when he's like, my guy. You're not going home. No. The guy starts screaming and crying. No, I can't be. I can't be. And then it's like this dramatic pause. And bam, he snaps his head up and looks at 
Sukwu with those dead zombie eyes and starts attacking him. Keep in mind they are on an old rail car and the only enclosure is the control room at the front of this car where right. the dude was sitting. So mm -hmm. he's literally fighting this guy on a three foot wide space between a railing and the car. And this guy, he fights hard before managing to get behind him. And Sukwu wraps his arm around the guy's neck trying to subdue him. But then the rich asshole sinks his teeth into Sukwu's hand. No. My man, Gong Yu, you handsome mother trucker. He is now going to be a zombie. He grabs a chain on the railing and he wraps it around his waist before he basically throws the dude off the train. Yep. But he's wrapped this chain around himself so that he doesn't go flying. But then you look up and poor Suan is screaming. She's sobbing. Wife is crying now too because they've all realized that Sukwu is infected. Absolutely heartbreaking. And this next scene, it is painfully beautiful is the only way to describe it. He runs to the control room. He pulls Suan, wife inside. He shows them where the break is and tells her when to pull it. And he looks at Suan and he says, listen to me. You, you're going to get out of here. You've got to get out of here. You stay with her and everything's going to be okay. She's clutching his shirt, begging him not to leave her. She's telling him it's her fault because she wanted to go to Busan that day. This man at this point, like no matter what, the, he would do anything for her. They probably and, wouldn't have lasted as long as they did because his mom had already turned and she was, you know, probably yeah, in the apartment. If they, were, they had stayed home, they would have been fucked. He pulls her arm off of him because... He knows he doesn't have much time right. and she's screaming. She's still trying to cling to him, but he pulls off. He runs outside and the wife grabs Suan to keep her from running after him. You know, it's a good zombie movie when the action sequences are intense and bloody and fucked up. And then somehow they end up making you love the main characters and you mm -hmm. end up crying over losing them. As he starts going into zombie mode, when I say painfully beautiful, this scene, <laughs> he's having way. flashbacks to Suan being born. And, you know, the scene keeps flipping back and forth between his visions of the past and Suan as a baby and his eyes glazing over and turning that zombie blue. So um, it's like his last memories and moments as a human were thinking about her the that day she was born little sweet baby you know it's fucked up because it's kind of like in the conjuring when carolyn perrin is half demon half carolyn yeah and she's just smiling because she's had that moment of clarity and that memory of her children you know that's almost like sukwu in this scene because he is smiling but he is zombified right um you know so then the camera pans to the ground behind the train and we see his shadow and he just outstretches his arms and swan dives off the back of the train because yeah. he knows he's gone he's got to protect his baby girl the girls ride the train until they run out of track just outside of Busan. This is where we cut to our final scene after that gut punch of losing Sukwu. There's a tunnel and it appears to have been fortified. You know, you've got flambéed zombies, barbed <laughs> wire, yep, <laughs> makeshift sniper stand where they guard the tunnel. And these two military guys with binoculars, they're on the lookout and everywhere around them is silent. But in the tunnel, they notice movement. And they look through the binoculars and they can see the two silhouettes heading their way. But they can't um, make out if they're infected or not. Because the wife is about seven to eight months pregnant. She's she's waddled this yeah, entire she's, movie. she's waddling a little bit. Yeah. And so it almost looks like it could be like a dead leg zombie. <laughs> through their binoculars, they can't tell that she's a pregnant woman walking with a child. And they radio in, you know, what should we do? The guy says, well, can you tell if they're infected? And he says, no, we can't tell. And they say, well, kill them. The guy goes to pull his gun up, but then he hears this little baby girl crying, singing, Aloha Oi, Aloha Oi. And that oh. is so fucking sad. It is just it's, heart wrenching. It's a Hawaiian folk song, Aloha Oi, and it translates to farewell to thee. Right after losing her daddy. This song is special and she's singing it through tears because her daddy always told her to finish what she started. Mm -hmm. Finish what she started. Finish this journey. Make it out safely. Get to Busan. She can sing the song because no matter what, he can see her even when he's not there. Yeah, that's what he told her. That is such a beautiful message and sad. The snipers realize the little girl is singing 
they're not infected and the screen cuts to black. I wanted to do this movie because I love Korean film. They do such a good job at telling horror stories. I mean, like well, you said. Well, they're great storytellers mm-hmm. anyway. You know, they have a lot of heart and messages that they want you to learn, usually from their films. This one was no exception. They knew how to scare you. They knew how to the thrillia, and then they knew oh, yeah. how to rip your heart. <laughs> That's right. That's apart. right. They'd have you on the edge of your seat. They'd have you shedding a pimp tear. Um, (laughs) All around a good movie. And I think I agree with the critics on this. I would give it a 95%. It's, I mean, I mean, yes, it's an awesome zombie film, but it's just an awesome film all the way around. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. it's nonstop action packed the fastest two hours of your life. (laughs) Seriously. And that's what people want to see when they're watching zombies on the edge of their seat engaged the entire film and Train to Busan did that. It's a fucking phenomenal movie. You don't need the subtitles to understand this shit whack. <laughs> <laughs> like your chances of making it out are slim to none. It just spreads too fast. It's insane. You need to go watch it. It's one have thing to seen, hear yeah, it. Yeah, have you seen it? What do you what do you would you call it a horror film? A gore film? Or do you call it a thriller mystery action? Yeah. Movie. You can email us zombie bullet train stories. <laughs> have any personal experience with that? <laughs> Did you make it out alive or are you a zombie? Yeah. Let us know at hexgirlfriendspodcast at gmail.com. That's right. And you can also follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok because we have all of those now. Yay. Look at us moving on up. That's right. Our handles Facebook is Hex Girlfriends Podcast. Instagram is at Hex Girlfriends Podcast. One of these days, we'll just throw the link tree out there. <laughs> that takes you to everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll get that going, too. Follow us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music, wherever you listen to your podcasts. And go ahead, and if you liked our episodes, uh, go ahead and rate us five stars. We would love to hear what you think. I think you've got 13 right now. We're climbing on up. Yep. We appreciate you guys listening. We gotta go. Because owls. Bye. Bye.